0: Next up on the Renaissance Man podcast, we have two members of one of the most iconic Grammy award-winning hip-hop groups in the history of the game. Coming up, i talked talk to Naughty by Nature's Vin Rock and DJ KG about their origin story that started in New Jersey when they realized their group will be something special and why There are only two members of the group doing this conversation. Up next, Vin Rock and DJ KG. Let's go. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post. A show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. This week's theme is Family Affair. This month alone is full of reasons to get together with the fam. Spring and summer's happening. It's Mother's Day, Memorial Day, barbecues, cookouts, beach days. But what I want to remind you, listeners of this podcast, is that family isn't always about blood. It's about the people who love you, the people who have your back, Legendary MC Styles P once taught me, blood's thicker than water, only in certain cases. You need water to live. You learn that in the basics. Your step-parents can be your family. Your friends can be family. The mentor who stands by you can be family. You don't always have to be directly related to someone in order to have that bond. It's a family affair, when someone proves that they actually love you for who you are through your ups, your downs, tragedies, and triumphs. Family are people who want the best for you and show up when you need them. And I've been extremely blessed to have that connection with so many people in my life, including two of the people that are on today's show. Vin Rock and KG, shout the Trigger trech, make up two thirds of one of hip-hop's most influential groups. And our careers have been intertwined for decades. KG used to invite me to his barbecue on 118th Street. I've been there with Latifa, Kim. This is family to me. They came to games when I played for University of Michigan. I rock Naughty By Nature hoodies at the press conferences doing Final Four. Coming up, i talked talk to Vin Rock and DJ KG about their favorite concerts and tours that they've been on, what they consider the top five anthems of all time, and what their hopes are for the next generation of hip hop. Up next, Vin Rock and DJ KG. these guys are my brothers from another mother and you can't talk about hip-hop 50 without talking about these two gentlemen kg and ben rock they're members of one of the most iconic grammy winning hip-hop groups in the history of the game and they that's right i said it they took hard edge rap music to mainstream when you're not actually hearing it in NBA arenas and during football games. Back in the day, we only could hear whoop, there it is, or (laughs) Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. Before songs like OPP and Hip Hop Parade" came out, they're recently now celebrating the 30th anniversary of their triple platinum LP, 1993. And with four albums spanning in the 1990s, their music is truly a sound of that decade. It is my honor to welcome my brothers, then Rock and DJ KG, to the Renaissance Man podcast. What up, though, fellas? What up, my brother? What yes, up? sir. This, this means everything to me that you guys took the time. And you guys know I'm family and I'm huge fans, but I'm going to ask questions like I don't know anything. So I have to ask, and I guess I'll start with you, KG. East Orange, New Jersey is where it all began. Yes. Tell me about when you guys met in high school and what your lives were like during that time.
1: Man, we met in high school and, man, it was... He said, I mean, what, um, actually, we got started as a group and doing music during my junior year in high school. So that was 1986. Mm. I graduated in 87. Mm. So, yeah, in 86. But at the time, man, we were were on the block, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) We were on the block. Yeah, yeah, we were on the block. But at the same time, we were in school. You know, Mm. so that was one thing. That's how we try to, you know, try to balance it out. We made sure we went to school and we kept our parents off our behind, you know, doing a mm-hmm. little sneaky stuff on the side after school and then whatever, but we made mm-hmm. sure we were in school. And that's how we linked up in school. You know, me and um, we come from, all three of us come from East Orange. Me, Vin, and Tretch. Mm-hmm. But um, Tretch comes from a different side of the town of East Orange. So but by, by it was um two high schools at the time in East Orange. So it split the city up. So with um like middle school and elementary schools, everybody went to the closest school to their blocks. So me and Vin, like I said, I lived on 18th mm-hmm. Street, Vin lived on 15th Street. So me and Vin went to mm-hmm. school, the same schools all the way up. Mm-hmm. And all, so and and our family knew each other because he has older sisters and brothers, and I have an older brother and sister. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we knew each other for a while, but when we got to high school, and like I said, it got to um to my junior year, I wanted to do something in a talent show. You know, to 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 be a part of it. And actually the talent I, we met up and started linking and doing stuff, but I think no, it was actually the senior talent show that I senior did. At. Talent yeah. Show. yeah. Wow. It was actually the senior talent show. I'm bugging. That's been a long time. It was the senior talent show in '87 that I got with Vin and said, Hey man, like, why don't you beatbox with me? Because I used to DJ across the street from a, um I had a guy that lived across the street from me. And it's funny, like there's a lot of things that's trying sort of, to Jab- father. Jabril Pepper's father from Michigan. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he's an guy. Yes, Jabril. We know Jabril from a big grill. Wow. Jabril, and Jabril's born on 18th Street. On 18th Street. Yeah. 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 Yes. Wow. So I grew up with Jabril Pepper's father, Terry, Ski Peppers. Mm. And I lived right across the street from him. So I would DJ during the day on out my sun porch, then would break dance with ski. Mm-hmm. And open all those guys. So I was the soundtrack to them breakdancing. Wow. So I would call Vin over sometime. He would beatbox. And when it came time, once again, for that senior talent show, I said, Vin, why don't you beatbox with me? Because I don't want to do the regular, regular DJ thing. So he was like, cool. So as we started rehearsing and putting the show together, we both realized we needed an MC. And Vince mm-hmm. said, I have the perfect guy. This guy named Tiny that's in my health class. And you can take it from there, So oh, Wow. <laughs> For him to get fresh crew. After that. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So when he, when he bought me um Tiny, um Tiny um eventually became Tiny T. Mm-hmm. And then it became Double T Treachery. Wow. And that's where you get, that's where you get the evolution of the name Tretch. Because gotcha. it started off as Tiny T, Double T which was Tiny wow. T, Double T, Treachery, and then it just shortened down to trench <laughs> Wow, that's dope. So, Vin
0: Rock, I have to ask you. So, you were beatboxing. You guys were breakdancing. Take me back to 1987. Who were the inspirations? And in What were some of the moves you was doing?
2: <laughs> I was good for a backspin. Backspin, windmills. <laughs> I had a head spin, you know. So <laughs> the New York City Breakers, Crazy Legs, all of those guys yes. were inspirations. Beatboxing wise, of course, it was Dougie Fresh, the Skinny Boys, Ooh, uh you them from the Fat Ooh. Boys. So, you know, man, we, oh, man, those were the beautiful days of hip hop. And you just loved it because of the art and creativity of it.
1: I'm Absolutely. Just too, you did have an L-Baxman. Yeah. <laughs> cool, yeah. Yeah.
0: And not too far after that, you guys took the industry by storm and started making game-changing anthems, game-changing songs, game-changing chants. When did you guys begin to realize that this group, Naughty by Nature,
1: would be something special? It took us a minute, man, because we started off, like I said, we started in um in 87 in high school and we didn't even have a name when we did that talent show because we had just mm. formed the group. And and when we did the talent show, I just scratched in, it's the new style. So from <laughs> there, you know, we just start calling ourselves the new style. But as we um started going along, we started doing a bunch of talent shows and doing all of that stuff. And it, it evolved and we started killing talent shows and doing everything. And then as, as we were doing that and rocking parties, man, and and changing the landscape of even how they judge the parties, mm. you know, tear these parties down and they would, the crowd would judge it. And they felt like we were bringing our own crowd. So they said, mm. oh, let's, start, let's bring in celebrities to, to judge it. That's how we met Queen Latifah, Mark the 45 King, Bismarck, mm. Mark, those guys. And then as we went along, we started putting together these records as the new style. We put a project out under the new style, the group, the new Mm -hmm. style didn't work. And after that, we became naughty by nature and we took it from there. And once we started going, it was on.
2: Yeah, and back in the day, you know, before we had records on the radio and videos playing on TV, that's all you had was the party scene. So you had to go in these clubs and rock. And hip hop has always been interactive. Say, oh, yes, yes, sure. Mm -hmm. Throw your hand in the air. So. Once we were able to master that in the club scene, as we got in the studio and started recording, we always wanted to kind of transfer that live element, that party rocking element into the record. So that's how we come up with the anthems, the call and respond, the crowd participation on our songs.
0: And as you guys know, not only do I love you guys as human beings, but I'm a fan. I'm a fan. And I looked up to you guys in so many different ways. And you guys showing us love and embracing us and loving sports the way you guys did made a huge impact on how we played, how we dressed, how we moved. I remember coming to the KG barbecue multiple times for your birthday with the basketball court, hanging out with the fam, eating good, living good, and really like showing us how family moves. I have one of my favorite pictures of all time. And I put this picture in my book with the entire crew. I looked up the Marcus Liberty. Y'all right. had him there. He had the V's in his head. I yeah. had my hair cut like his, you know what I'm saying? Latifah, Shaquem, Trigger, C-Webb. It was so many people that went on to become influencers in their own right. And I'm so very grateful because one of the things I take pride in is not only is this 30 years of 1993, but I'm so very fortunate that you guys gave me a platinum plaque Ah. hanging in my house to this day, like Deontay Wilder, you know what I mean? And that is legendary. And I always was so very gracious. And you guys know I ain't here for no got you media stuff. But there's something here that reminds me of the Fab Five. Is that it seems four of us can link up, but we still trying to reel our brother C-Web in. Yeah. Right? Right. We still love him. No shots, no shade. Whatever you know is bubbling is bubbling. Hopefully yeah. we can figure a way to be in the same place at the same time and be sitting courtside while Jawan coaching the team. Like right. that's one of my goals. Yes. So I have to ask, cause you're not, you guys know the world wants to know. I'm interviewing KG, I'm interviewing Vin Rock. There are three people in the group. Yes. Why is Tretch not interviewing as it relates to celebrating 30 years?
1: Right. Well, as of right now, um, Tretch is, you know, he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing, he's acting, he's doing a play, and he's acting. And at the moment, you know, he wants to, you know, have his space and do him at the moment. You know, one day, like you said, same thing with the Fat Five. One day, you know, and it's open arms. It's open arms. It's love, same thing, you know, but at this moment, he's doing his own his own thing and he wants to act. He don't want to do music at this point. But one day, you know, he will come back. He is our brother. He will come yeah. back. And we will all, you know, take it back to the stage again, you know, with the three-man threat. But right now, he's doing his own thing.
2: And I think it's a thing where, you know, like we spoke about, we've been together as a group literally since we were like 16, 17 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. Myself, i 52 years old this year. So right. when we look back, we realize, you know what? We were child stars, man. And we really... literally all of our lives to each other. And even when I look back now, I'm like, wow, you know, I spent all of this time in this bubble. And although we've been super blessed, sometimes at a point, you know, even what you do is, as a sports athlete, a veteran yeah. right now, you're like, wow. Once i finish finished playing then I get a chance to fall back and really get to know myself. What do I do? You know, what are my other interests? What are my other talents? And yeah. sometimes you want to take the time to figure that out. So it's not necessarily personal with your brothers. It's yes. just a soul searching kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And I think all three of us go through that.
1: Yeah. And yes. I I got to say, too, you know, like, shoot, Ben might have been the only one that hasn't left. I mean, there was a time that I left naughty by nature. Wow. I left 10 years. Yes. Yes. I left for around for like 10 years. So please elaborate. Yeah. I, um, what it was like 99, like around 2000, I left and came back. What, like 2010? 2000, 10, 2010. 2010 10 11. Wow. Yeah. I left. But the same thing, you know, I, I needed space. I need to figure out what I wanted to do. And I came back. So, you know, I feel the same way with Tretch is, you know, he's taking his time away and doing what he got to do and he'll come back just like I did.
2: Hey, Jay, then it's my turn, yo. I got <laughs>
1: no, man. No,
2: man. You done. Done break too. No, done. man, you the right. anchor, OG.
0: We need that backspin for life, family. No, we can't have you, Jay. Uh-uh, no, you had your chance. It's too late, dog. We do
2: Only for a week, though, <laughs> Jay. I'll back,
0: though. No doubt. You guys have been international with your talent. So I have to ask each of you, your most memorable concert or tour. Who was, on, who was on the menu? Who else was on the stage? Like, where were you? Your most memorable tour and or concert. I'm going to start with you, Vin Rock. You've been on tour. Y'all have been on thousands of tours and shows. Right, like, right. Like, so tell me, your most memorable show,
2: tour, concert, Bill, tell me. Well, I remember. Um, remember, we went to Australia first, right? Yeah. We were red hot here in America, but we went to Australia and it was a cool Naughty Pain tour. So it was a Tommy Boy Records tour. It was Coolio, Naughty by Nature, and House Ooh. of Pain. Ooh. House of Pain had jumped around and yes. they were really hot, but Naughty was coming through with something different. And I yeah. think Coolio was Coolio headlining. Or House of Pain House headlining. Of
1: pain was. House yeah. of Pain
2: was headlining. Yeah, because it's
1: cool, naughty pain, y'all. Yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah. since we were the new Jacks, we went on first. Coolio was after us. We blazed that stage so crazy <laughs> over there in Australia that Coolio rest his soul, rest in peace, our homeboy Coolio. He came to us and was like, yo. We have to switch, man. I gotta <laughs> come with you guys because I can't handle what y'all got. We had a big backdrop. We came with our first two guys and branded out. It was just too much. So that was one of our first major tours overseas. And you know, again, it's like Will Smith, the pursuit of happiness. So from the new style, from being in high school, all we had on were blinders. We weren't, you know, taking notes, old getting, you know, we did good here, we did good there. We were just blazing through shows. So yes. I didn't realize we steamrolled through that tour, man. And and that's when I knew. I was like, oh, boy, we got something different here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and for me, you know, especially that that wow, the oh, wow moment for me. And when we knew that, well, at least me, that that this was was getting crazy when we went to Canada. Remember that in-store in Canada?
2: Yeah, yeah. We at went, the record store. We
1: went to do an in-store at the record store in a mall. And it was I don't know how many people in there. They shut the place down, and that's when wow. we realized also too that the um the cop that that their cops were called OPP as well. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, yes, it was wow. so. Sick. Yes, it was so so sick, and it was just amazing, man. Like I said, man, like. Was the, and this was early in our career, too. This was def, This was in 91, as soon as we came out.
2: Right. And this was
1: in Canada. And we're talking about, man, our first time in Canada. And it's like this. We're sitting there looking at each other like, huh?
2: That's a riot.
1: Wow. Another one, Jay Rose, too. And I'm going to take this one to your backyard. Craziness. I remember the first time we did a show at Joe Louis Arena. Let's go! Let's go in the D.
0: That's Yo. what I was waiting
1: to hear because I was standing up. I was there. It was the craziest, craziest show, and in the middle of it, it, it was the craziest fight. It, it was, was broke like broke out. It broke out. It was like the whole arena was fighting. Cheers was getting thrown. Yeah. Man, it was. We were still wild. Rocking, rocking all the way out through. It was wild <laughs> up in there. That's <laughs> when I first realized. Yeah. I was saying, this was 90, like 91, nothing. It had to be 91, 91 92, 92. I was like, man, the D is wild. Yes.
0: And so <laughs> just so you guys know, not only was I at that show, I was at the NWA show too. When when they weren't supposed to sing F- the police. Oh wow anyway. And the police allegedly lit firecrackers and set off the show then. Like wow. we used to like I caught the Finkel bus to come see y'all show. People from the D, y'all know what I'm talking about. So I have to ask you this, and this kind of was set it off to be honest. Now people like are jumping into the crowd or getting hype or like bumping into each other. It's because you guys had anthems. So, I know you guys have two brains, but I want you to try to function as one. Please tell me, you guys, besides your songs, Your top five anthems, y'all mentioned so many groups. Y'all mentioned so many y'all. Y'all are historians of the game, but songs that y'all are like, that's an anthem. Give me your top five.
1: I'm not going to put in any order. I definitely know one of them. One of them is the message.
2: Mm. I would say another one is Rob Base. It takes two. Yes, great one. I, agree. Yes. I would say another one is 50 Cent in the club. Ooh. There you go.
1: I'm a, I'm gonna put Push It in there. Oh,
2: and I will put Party Up by DMX. Yes. Oh,
0: <laughs> these guys. Is that? is that five? Yeah, y'all legends and students. So <laughs> I have to ask you guys because you guys have seen the music industry change so much from. You know, basically selling records out of the trunk to artists being independent, but the art has changed a lot, like technology has changed a lot. You went from having beepers to iPhones. So what are your hopes for the new generation of hip hop artists today?
2: Um, I would say my biggest hope is for them to curb the violence, you know? I think Mm -hmm. a lot of this drill rap and a lot of this gang rapping in the music, it really took the culture from being a real conscious music, conscious bass music, to being like bringing in the streets and bringing in the violence. But our kids have to be far more conscious of the fact that the feds are watching you, they're watching your social mm-hmm. media, and Thanks. they're literally watching you destroy yourselves. Mm-hmm. And then with these kids out here, now you know people or your peers are being compromised. So you do have confidential informants working against you and working mm-hmm. against your chances of succeeding when in whatever you're doing. So yep. now you have all of these Rico cases taking crews out mm-hmm. 2030 in a clip. So switch mm-hmm. for our young people to be conscious of. It. Be more wise. You got to figure out a more peaceful way of expressing yourself, mm-hmm. and the, the, the culture will continue to thrive. Well Ditto. said. you know
0: Well said. Wow, that's the, that. Now, now that is a bar. <laughs> then <Didn't> rock <laughs> for sure. And yeah. youngsters, I hope y'all picking up with these OGs is putting down. This is thirty years in the game. They done won all of the awards. They done rocked all of the shows. And all of your people who have now got into this industry been influenced by Naughty, by nature. But before I let y'all get out of here, I got a rapid fire segment called Gone in 60 Seconds. Y'all ready to do this? Yes, Yes, sir. Okay, so you guys can pick and choose who go first, kind of like Family Feud. Of your many albums and singles, and it's so many, so many albums for so many hits, so many singles. Y'all won awards and been on the stage with Suited and Booted. What would you say you're most proudest of?
1: I'm going to say OPP first, my oldest child.
2: I would say Hip Hop Hooray because it gave props to all the people in hip hop who came before us. I consider it the unofficial hip hop anthem.
0: And what do you guys feel when a movie like Sister Act 2, and it's Whoopi Goldberg, and all of a sudden, they're singing your record in the movie when you are watching the movie. How does that make you feel when you first
1: see it? (laughs) Fallout. (laughs) fall out and 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 once again celebrating 50 years of hip-hop look you know looking and 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 just feel how how far hip-hop has come when you see things like that man and then um ultimately for to be us man couldn't be a a bigger joy
2: yeah and another one is seeing leo dicaprio on the tip of the boat doing hip-hop parade and wolf of wall street crazy period piece and it's a very classic uh film so to see our music in that scene is like oh we we really mean something to pop that's code.
0: dope that's dope and shout to lauren hill too yes. what what is your favorite album cover
1: of our albums yes of your albums hmm i would probably say poverty's paradise me personally that one was shot in eight on um, in my basement, my old house, wow. T Street in the basement. So that brings me back home to where you know where I grew up. So I, I got to say, poverty's paradise.
2: And I would say the first album, um, Naughty by Nature, the self-titled album, because that's where it all began. I had on Reebok Pump sneakers then too.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what is you guys' favorite marketing campaign?
1: Mm. Mm, that's a good one.
0: Yes, yes. Y'all had a lot of great marketing campaigns. We copied a lot of what y'all have done.
2: Well, you know, I think one of the brilliant ones was Shock G and Humpty Dance because Shock G was a producer and a real person. Then he had his alter ego the Humpty Dance with the nose and he had the whole dance. That was a great marketing campaign to set up Digital Underground. So shout out to Tommy Boy Records, Monica Lynch and Tom Silverman.
1: Yeah. That's I would dope. say, like basically, all a lot of what Tommy Boy did for all of us, man. You know, for um, Queen for Latifa, La La yeah. La for what for De La Soul, yep, yeah. Right. Rest in peace, Dave. No you doubt, know, no doubt of what they did with us with the OPP stickers and everything. You know, Tommy Boy marketing wise, like Tommy Boy is the top of the list.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Shout out to Tommy Boy, and last but certainly not least, who is an artist from today? who has the skills that impress Vin Rock, that impress KG.
2: Oh, two of my favorite today, I can see them going as long as they want, uh, are Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. Those boys, hands down, are dope. And I I gotta give it up to Drake. Drake is smart, he's so diverse. He, He mixes in different music genres. He can sing, he can rap. I mean, look, he, he could do it all. So I like those three guys best.
1: Yeah. Same here. Yep, yeah, I, I was going to say Drake and, and um J. Cole. Yep. And I got a bonus
0: question. I'm sorry. I was about to get out of here. KG, I got to ask you, and Vin Rock, please chime in, because I know KG, producer, DJ extraordinaire. Who are your
1: favorite DJs? Whoa, Jazzy Jeff, number one. Ooh. That's my god. Like, that's the GOAT right there. Jazzy Jeff's the goat. DJ Scratch is crazy. He's sick. I love um the party rocker Kicker Free. My man, he rocks parties like no no other. Um, and I gotta give it up to my favorite DJ Jam Master
2: J from whoo- Run. Bro. Yes. bro. yes,
0: yes indeed. Rest in peace, JMJ. I love you, brothers. Congratulations, thirty years in the game. Still. Rocking the parties, still doing shows, still making hits, still being legends. I appreciate you guys. Looking forward to breaking bread soon.
2: All right, peace, Dave. We got you. Much love, bro. Love is
0: love. Last Last
1: Last call. Last call.
0: I'd like to thank my brothers, Ben Rock and KG, for stopping by the podcast. It's always a party when I get to spend time with them. I value their friendship so much for so many reasons. We grew up in this industry together. We support each other's work. And most of all, we lift each other up and speak openly about our respect and admiration for one another. That kind of bond is priceless. So I ask you this. Who are the Vin Rock and DJ KG of your life? The people that stand by you no matter what and who make you feel like the best version of yourself. Identify the positive people in your life. And remember, it's those people who will lift you up higher as you continue on your journey. I'm the Renaissance Man. See you next week.